all characters and events in Nahara in America, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated, really badly. Even though we are using names and likenesses in Nahara in America, this is only done to use for comedy parody purposes. The show is not real or meant to harm. Welcome back to Nahara in America. We have a very special interview with ex-press secretary Kylie McEnany. The press Kylie sec- McEnany. Okay. I don't understand. Uh, well, Kylie, Kylie McEnany. Okay. Why can't the press get anything right ever? Uh, oh, sorry. Kylie, <laughs> Kylie McEnany. Am I talking to La Pinio? No, no. This is, isn't... Telemundo? Uh, no, this is Nahara in America. Oh, right. I knew it was one of those Mexican-speaking media outlets. Okay. Now, Nahara in America, it's, listen, it's not Mexican-speaking. It's, it's a, Mexican's a culture, Kylie. It's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kylie, are you okay? Yeah. I still have a little bit of that thing called the hoax. Uh, you mean the COVID-19? <laughs> yeah, it's called the hoax. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to engage in COVID-19 because it's not <laughs> real. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'm alive. I'm not dead. So I'm not some Halloween ghost talking to you from the dead. It's me, okay. Kylie McEnany. Well, listen, I wouldn't <laughs> wish anybody dead, but you know that over 200,000 people have died from this coronavirus. It, it is serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not calling it the hoax. Are uh, we seriously starting with that again? No, are you saying the CDC's those numbers, lying? Those numbers are exaggerated. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Look, this is a serious issue, Kylie. I don't think your administration ever and got yet, it right. Yeah. You know what? And Donald Trump, the world's greatest scientist, knows mm-hmm. that those numbers are exaggerated. Those people were sick anyway. Okay. Is it Donald Trump's fault that someone eats like a pig and is fat? Is it? fault that someone has asthma or that they have diabetes? No. Okay, just put down the hog and dogs and control your blood sugars and you won't be <laughs> dying all over the place. Look, I'm saying is the situation wasn't handled. You okay? Kylie? Uh, listen, um, Kylie, we can do this interview some other time. You oh, know. No, I'm totally fine. Let's do it. It's okay. America. Let's go. Okay, Kylie. All right. It's it's after November 3rd. The president didn't win. Uh, there's still a lot of... <laughs> Kylie. Kylie, come on. Kylie, well, Kylie, as a press secretary, I'm sure you're going to come back. I'm sure something's going to happen. You're, aren't you like, okay, so you're, I thought you were like 28 with a kid. No, I'm really like 19 years old and like, okay, I'm just going to say it now that I can really say what I want. Is that okay? Like, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's going to feel good to be honest. I'm really like 19 years old and I never completed my community service hours because Ivanka went to the same sorority as me and George. And then she came back to the sorority and was like, we're looking for a new press secretary. And she saw me and she thought I was hot. Okay. That, so that, she that's... was like, I'm going to make you the press secretary. And was really cool. And now that, I don't know what to that, do. That was the vetting process of picking a U.S. press secretary? Wow. Yeah, well, um, it was more like a hazing process. We called it hazing, not betting. And I survived, so I won the press secretary. Well, what do you have to do in hazing for? 
uh, what I have to do? Yeah, yeah. What well, was the hazing process? Okay. Well, first, Ivanka measured our body fat, which I passed. Then I had nine shots of tequila and I threw it up. And then I had to drink my own vomit oh, because geez. Ivanka told me that's equivalent okay. of what it's like to work in Washington. All right. All right. This is sorry. Sorry. Kylie McAnanny, get yourself well. Kylie McAnanny. I don't know why the press can't get my okay. name right. Um, okay. Again, this folks was the spokesperson of the United, <laughs> President of the United States. Did. Thank you, Kylie. Get some help. Uh, get some okay. help. I like, are you hearing or something? Yeah, well, the the uh-huh. Kylie, you're, you're. I don't know what to do. You're gonna find a job. You're gonna find a job. I mean, this is, this is the same call I have with Rudy Giuliani. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's such a perv. Okay. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, Kylie. Like, thank you. Get some help. Take okay. some Nyquil or whatever you do for COVID. Oh, a vaccine. There's supposed to be a vaccine in there. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Just, Dr. Fauci, he's an idiot. Oh, God. Yeah, I got it. Let's, let's not leave the one scientist, put him down in the room. All right. Thank you. He's such an idiot. Kylie McEnany, uh, former press secretary of Donald Trump. Man. <laughs> yeah, bye. I don't think she has long. All right, we're back with Naher in America. We have a special guest. I've known her for many years, but she's an activist from the East Coast, Evelyn Brito. She's going to tell us about what she's going to do and what she's planning because uh, she recognizes we have a huge problem, and that is called food deserts. Ladies and gentlemen, Evelyn Brito. Evelyn, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, listen. Appreciate, I appreciate the invite. I'm glad you're here. Now, you're you're based in Boston, correct? Yes, and um, you know we have food deserts here, but right now we have a, a, a snow. A, what is it? A snow desert. Yeah, because it's snowing out there right now. Yeah, big time. Uh, I heard there's like ten inches of snow in like uh, Central Park. Uh yeah, it's yes, a lot. Yeah, I, I yeah, heard. Boston, I heard they're crazy. evacuating all yeah. tropical people, like Puerto Ricans, out of New York right now because they're not going to survive. That. Well, they missed me. I know they they're going to Boston they next and they're going to start moving all the tropical people out of Boston and bring them out there to save their lives. Because, you know, people are going like, I call you man. It's just cold. I can't feel my legs. So I know how difficult it is. Exactly. Yeah. No, forget about Minneapolis, St. Paul, but Puerto Ricans don't even make it that far. It's just too cold. So uh, <laughs> I, I know how it is. Exactly. So. Uh, I brought you to the show because I really want to talk about. Sometimes I want to talk about issues. Now, I, mean, I don't always want to just be a silly, mm-hmm. silly, silly, funny guy. But the issue that you is close to your heart and close to mine is nutrition. Uh, not mm-hmm. the real, you know. Everyone's ready for hearing nutrition conversation, but this one's important because first of all, what you've been trying to do is bring attention to what we call food deserts. Now, why don't you explain right. to our audience what food deserts are? Yeah, so there's two things. There's a food desert and then there's food swap. So food desert is where you live a mile or two from the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. You may have bodegas, but then bodega might not providing, you know, the, the nutrition or the healthy option. So you have to take a bus or a train to go to your local supermarket to get to get your to get your produce. And then you gotta bring uh, all and those food swap. Yeah, so food swap. Okay, yeah, there's food the, desert. The, no yeah, food the food swap is where you have Tons of food, but just not the right kind of food. So you have all these, you know, fast food restaurants, but you can't find an apple anywhere. So you're saying that Popeye's chicken 
and waking up in the morning and getting a Popeye's chicken, a, uh, a Winchell's donut, and a few other things isn't the healthiest lifestyle. Um, that's what you you're know, saying. maybe for a teenager. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> but true. no, no, it's not. It's, you know, it's, it's terrible. It's, uh, but, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's kind the of, community and that's how the community have. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm glad we're talking about this because, first of all, I, I noticed it. I, I, years ago, uh, as a teenager, I, I went to an Indian reservation. A friend of mine invited me, the Laguna Pueblo Indian Reservation in New Mexico. And I remember being there and I saw the uh, indigenous people, the natives um, there, were some had government's food. So that's flour, sugar, lard, things like that, cheese, all that stuff. And some had gardens and hunted still. Uh, you know, they supplemented their diets with with actual, you know, um, game. And I noticed the people that had that diet were thin and healthy. And the people with the, you know, flour and sugar diet were actually very obese. And they had diabetes and all these different problems. And now what's happening with COVID is the Navajo Nation is just to- being wiped out from the COVID. Because a lot of the Navajo had also underlying conditions, which is diabetes. And a lot of the, the food we eat leads to diabetes. Um, and what you want to do is create a, a place that is, has nutritional meals. You want to stop the food desert. Uh, you want to drain the food swamp and uh, make it better for all of us. Is that correct? Yeah. So <clears throat> creating this sort of web series um, called Bodega Makeover. You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast. The podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Creating this sort of web series um, called Bodega Makeover. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we provide store improvement and healthy eating options. So we are not the expert. We bring in experts to help this business owner, the small business, thrive, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, by doing so, we provide all these connections, right? All these experts that can help them with marketing, customer service, how to maintain uh, fresh produce, and physically changing the outlook of the store. Mm and so a lot of the some of some of the issues that a lot of these small businesses have, especially bodegas, is a working refrigerator. And as you know, when you walk into a bodega, a lot of their equipments are very, very old. Yes. Um yes. because A, you know, they don't make a lot of they don't make a lot of profit, so they can't really afford to 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 renovate or to provide, you know, uh an updated refrigerator. Yeah. Um so that's what we do. And we created a nice, uh, you know, format, uh, very funny, uh, but also entertaining. We have a host, uh, Jerry Diaz, mm-hmm. who's an amazing comedian. Yeah. And he comes in and he just makes it, he, he you know, he, he makes it uh, fun. Yeah, he does. Um, I, but I, also educational at the same time. Jerry, you know, Jerry does a good job. I, I like it. It's okay. I auditioned for the, for the host job myself. I didn't get it for some odd re- reason. I'm, I'm not bitter. Angry, sure. Did you audition? No, I didn't. I'm just <laughs> just kidding you, Evelyn. I'm just trying to trying to create some sort of controversy here. I mean, for my viewers, for listeners. So, uh, yeah. So you just you just blew that joke for me. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's your 
Let's do another take. <laughs> Let's do another take. No, this is almost live, so I could cut it out, but I don't think oh, I will. Oh, okay. Darn it. Uh, and so, so you saw, you got you got a host. He's a funny guy. I did not audition against him. We did, we have never. But I'll tell you, on Shakespeare, I will take him. I'll take him on a Shakespeare monologue any day. Just tell him I'll throw it right at the door down. So, uh, but you, you have a host, and you're coming over the bodegas, and you're actually taking them apart, restructuring them. Yeah, it's kind of like you're renovating a house, like those house renovation shows I, I watch on. Uh, whenever I just want to have something playing softly in the background, I put on those Chip and, and uh, his wife doing a, a little redo in Texas. Uh, you know, that's fun. But mm-hmm. this has more implications because that's making one household really happy, and I'm glad for them. But this is making a community and a neighborhood healthier, happier, and better. So I want to applaud you for that. Now, what gave you that idea? Given my background, being Dominican-American, I grew up in Bodega. Um, yes. So my father used to take me there all the time. At maybe the age of early as five, um, I used to go in there and they used to put me to work. I used to have like the, the price gun. So I oh. would have to, you know, put the stickers on the on the can of beans. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> that was, that was that's very important. Um, which was fun. And, so, and then, yeah. you know, just. I know. So you would sit there and so like, say if I'm near the Dominican Bodega. And I'm there, and I'm walking, mm-hmm. and it's Christmas. No, no, say Thanksgiving. I don't want to make myself a healthy, nutritious meal. What would I order from that typical bodega? What would be, the, what would be available? Holiday? Yeah, holiday. I'm saying I'm, I'm planning a little Thanksgiving a, soiree at my— Yeah, any holiday you would find in the bodega, you know, a typical pernil, you mm-hmm. know, already seasoned. Mm-hmm. You know, you would find pastelitos. You mm-hmm. guys call them empanadas. Mm-hmm. You know, you would find flan. Of oh. course, you guys have flan over there. Flan, you know, I, um, I attribute yeah, to my health. Coffee, yeah, coffee. Oh, good, good. It's gonna keep you up. Coffee's yeah, good for ilo, you. Ilo, what we call lo, numerito. numerito, the numbers, numbers. Okay, uh, and numbers. so so yeah. that that would they would that would be about it. Now, if it wasn't that holiday, and I went to that bodega, and I'm a kid, what am I gonna get for lunch? For lunch, of course, nothing healthy. You know, you'll get a bag of chips mm-hmm. or you'll get, you know, some candy bars Ooh, that's or a juice. One of those little, little tiny quarter juices. Well, I, I, I beg to differ. Now, that juice has packed with vitamin C, it says on there. The, 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 <laughs> and that candy bar. Yeah, has, vitamin is, sugar. Isn't that part of the milk, milk, <laughs> uh, dairy part of our diet? That that candy bar? Could it be the dairy part of the diet? The candy bar problem? Yeah, for a dentist. Good point. You are <laughs> Not good. Or a little kid. You are But you good. know, and, and also, you know, for little kids too, it was always a place where your mom would send you. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know, vete, con, you know, go get me the bread. You uh, know, pan. Say in Spanish. And, I have, I have and listeners. Those were the times. Uh-huh. And, but, pan, mm. con, y también café. Oh, you nice. know, and then we would go there. And I think the best part, Maybe, you know, maybe it's just me, but the best part is like going to the bodega and smelling that fresh bread and then grab, grabbing it so it's still nice and warm. Mm. That's the best. Mm. So what you're going to do is bring that bodega experience, but, you know, bring it to our time. Make ourselves healthy. You know, look after our people. Mm-hmm. So in that bodega, would there be a salad now? The new bodega that you're creating? Could I get, could I get salad? So what we, yeah. So the one in Roxbury, so what we did is, you know, Every bodega is going to be different. Not every bodega will have, you know, the, the fresh produce. Mm-hmm. It all depends on sort of the, the people that live there. So we, you know, we do a different uh, sort of figure out who, who lives in the community, right? Mm-hmm. The ages, 
yeah. all the demographic stuff. And then we do a survey and we ask the community what they want in here, right? Mm-hmm. So, and the majority pretty much said they want to go food. So salads, you know, uh, smoothies, soups. Mm. So that's what we work towards is getting that. And then some of the produce, it would be dried produce, like platanos, yuca, lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are stuff that you can grab easily. Yeah. Um, grapes weren't popular. Apples weren't popular. But a lot of to-go stuff, like, you know, healthy salad, healthy mm. smoothies, healthy soup, was like the number one thing. And that's what we focused on, on when, we, when we came up with the, the design and just sort of the layout of the store. Changing my diet changed my life. You know, it really did. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think... This is so important what you're doing, and I wanted to bring it on the show because I want people to know that that there are people that are part of the solution, and you're definitely one of them. And and if this can take off, which I know it will, uh, I think we're going to change landscape of our inner cities. So when now you're going to be doing this uh, starting soon, you're, and I also know you're going to do a premiere of the pilot. We're going to show people mm-hmm. what you've done. Yeah, it's going to be Thursday, January seventh. January seventh, starting the new year. Fresh. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we're going to have, uh, we partner up with uh, Small Business Strong, mm-hmm. uh, an organization here in Boston who helps small businesses. Yeah. Um, and then so they graciously partner with us and they're hosting us. Um, now, and then we, we have a special special panel moderator. Do you have, a, do you have like a you know celebrity moderator? Who, do you, who, who got Manera, that? Have you heard of him? It's me. You you you, you gave me the job. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be your celebrity <laughs> monitor. Oh, you are. Thank you. Thank you. I promised I wasn't gonna get upset. I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'll pay you. I'll pay you what a bodega can. Is that okay? Okay. Pay me in bodega things. I want some uh, Twinkies, Ho-Hos, things like that. You know, uh, so, some dairy such as Milk Duds. Milk Duds has milk in it. And uh, I what think about Boston beans? You Boston beans. Boston beans. I like the Boston beans. Only the candy kind, though. That's weird. I don't like the real beans. Okay, I, the candy I, one. I, the candy, candy Boston <laughs> beans. Just that. And I, you're gonna have it. You need, need to get. A, you need to cut me out of my apartment to get me to this this uh, celebrity thing because I'll be on their your bodega diet for a while. So I'm I'm looking forward to. It. So give me Done. that date again. Uh, Thursday, January seventh. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, it's a free virtual screening. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be at the Small Business Strong Facebook page live, but we're also going to be on Vimeo, so people would have to register. Mm-hmm. And they can register by just going to Bodega Makeover um, Facebook page, and they can register there. Some big celebrity hosts, I know them, Ryan Seacrest, people like that. But I'm more like the Bodega celebrity host uh, person. I'm at that level. <laughs> I'm just dealing with Bodegas. You, you know, you, you're going to have the power. You're going to be the panel moderator. Oh. Meaning you're going to ask us. All the questions that comes in. Okay. I'm going to be very serious. And you know something? For that day, no drinking whatsoever. I'm not going to drink at all. I'm going to, take a, I'm going to have Bustelo coffee, of course. And I'm going to use a sock as my filter to make it. Well, Evelyn, we're going to have, I can't wait for January 7th. It's going to be so fun. And it's for a good, a good cause, um, getting nutrition to people in inner cities and, um, and, you know, keeping them healthy. If yeah, they, they, and also keeping bodega culture alive, too. Yes, bodega culture should be alive. Uh, bodega's been, bodega been very, very good to me. That's what I want to tell you right now. So thanks for coming on the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Evelyn Brito and with the Bodega Makeover. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. See you, Evelyn. You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast. 
The podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Join us next week for more on Aaron America.